One of your hosts, Joel Alexander Kim Baldwin Booster. Wait, are you and really Alexander? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wait, is your middle name? No, there's no Alexander actually. In there there is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm like what's, seeing you for the first time. <laughs> what's your full ass name? Who are you? Mitra Joy Johari. Mitra Joy. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's so cute. <laughs> it's my mom's name. Oh, very nice. And you bring yes. me so much joy. And you bring me so much Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are an advice podcast. We're here to give people advice. They willingly, willingly come to us with problems. We don't force anyone to do this. We don't no. pay anybody. They and come against to all us. odds. I and mean, against what's it been? All a year odds. and a half of... These sick fucks. Has it only been a year problems? and a half? It feels much longer to me. Well, because our journey of doing this podcast has been going on for like over two years. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's true. But it, but it was just a twinkle in Joel's eye. <laughs> and now it is my life. It is the thing that keeps me going in the mornings. I'm so happy to be here. I actually, I have to start and say that there is a specter hanging over this podcast recording. Okay. And it's something that's going to, we're going to probably return to. And I think as I give advice, I want everyone to know that this is where my head is at. Um. I'm going to a pool party today. <gasps> I am so excited to go. And um, I'm going to go as soon as we're done recording. So oh. my, my mind is already at the pool party. Oh, I, I, wow. That's huge. It is huge. It is a huge deal. It is a small pool party of mostly my friends who are vaccinated, but this is already starting. This is where, this is where we're at now is I was like, oh. Hey, I have two friends. Can they come? And they were like, and the guy who was hosting was like, are they vaccinated? And I was like, well, not yet, but I think they're going to be the only two people who aren't vaccinated. And he's like, well, we, CDC says we can have one household not vaccinated there. And so if you really want your friends to come, they can be the one household, but just know that you're, that, that your, your friends are taking the spot of the one household. And I was like, oh, no. I was like, I don't want to think about this. The math of that <laughs> sucks, the but math. the rest of it. But it's so exciting oh my to God. go to a pool party. Fuck, that sounds so good. I know. I want that specifically. I want a pool party. Yeah. I want a pool party. It's pretty major. Fuck. I know. And so as I'm giving advice, I might be rushing through it. I might be yeah, let's disrespecting get you them. Let's get I need you to out. get into let's the water. Go. We'll circle back if the, this episode is going to be 15 minutes long. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want you there too. But you for 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 the price of racing through the podcast, I'm going to need at least a photo or like a video oh, yeah. or something. Something. I'm I wearing need an something. outrageous bathing suit to this. Part oh, I want it that just... so bad. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> um, so, Mitra, how the hell are you? So jealous. Um, <laughs> I'm good. Uh, I have I talked about how I've been watching Pretty Little Liars on the podcast. Yet? I don't know if you've talked about it on the podcast. You've talked about it with me privately. And yes. I don't um, know spoiler alert: We talk privately, kids. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if you shared with the listeners. Yeah, so I am blowing through Pretty Little Liars. It's like, I don't, I mean, I, I've, I always watch TV like this, but I think like, because, because I'm out of town, so I just don't know that many people mm-hmm. where I am, not a lot. And then COVID stuff is still not truly open. So there's just not a lot of stuff I can do. I am, I've watched, okay, so there are 24 episodes in the first, I've, oh, oh my God. God. 
Oh my god! I have watched imagine 40, 45 minute long episodes of Pretty oh Little Liars. Oh my god! And you're still <laughs> only like three seasons in now. I'm in probably. season two. Oh um, my god! They're twenty four. They're twenty four episode long seasons. Oh I watched god. all of season one. Yeah, and I've been, I've only been here for two weeks, <laughs> and I've watched other stuff in that time. Like I'm watching. I'm watching my housewives. I'm like watching other stuff. And I ha- like I have a job like I'm not like just watching so that's what's so crazy is it's like it's like when I think about like what I've been doing I'm like wow I'm so busy but but also I have another full time job which is watching, watching Pretty Little Liars Pretty Little Liars you know what's funny is that there was a moment in my life when I was still living in New York where I f- was talking with Patty about possibly starting a Pretty Little Liars podcast. Um, because she had seen all of it and I hadn't seen any of it. Mm. Um, but maybe we should, maybe that's our Patreon. Maybe it's, I start watching Pretty Little Liars from the beginning oh my God. and we talk about it. I would um, love to, like, I feel like you would have really fun, like, takes on stuff because obviously there's stuff that's like, like, there's a teacher student romance love. in it. Then it's like, you know, it, but it's like, it's just so, like, Stuff happens on that show. <laughs> they keep it moving. And this I is the love one that. where they're getting they're getting text messages from a mysterious person. A, a. yeah, yeah. A okay. who who's A? They don't know, but A tortures them. Whenever there's anything good in their life, A wants to take it away. Um, but I've I've managed to like not. I don't really know anything. Well, yeah, I don't know if that Pretty Little Liars is still in the zeitgeist. It's not. At the right, tip of but everyone's tongues. But it's like is, you know, I watched the OC and like. I know Marissa died. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I knew that, that the whole way. You know, the OC was a major part of pop culture in a way I just don't think Pretty Li- Little Liars was. I agree, but it was, like, my gen. Like, that's, like, yeah. th- it was big. And, like, everyone I everyone like everyone in sort of our age group, like, pretty much has seen it. Like, or, or like, has seen some of it. Like, my sister or was obsessed I, or with it. Or even, I don't know, I, I've never seen an episode, but I know about... That they're be getting text messages from a mysterious figure. There's like, so, like but, but but like I don't know any like big spoilers, which is really you don't know fun. who A is. I don't know who A is. Um, I I really don't know anything. Um, so it's been See, a blast. You really, we really got to decide. If, I I really have to decide if I'm going to watch it or not because now I really just want to go and read the Wikipedia of the entire show but i I it's so hard not to because because i am just tempted to like because i'm like i could just like end it all and free myself (laughs) (laughs) i'm free but i'm having an i'm having an amazing time it's really they're they're just so it's so fun and it's like patty was we were like marco poloing about it and patty was talking and i totally agree i had a moment of this last night where it's like it is amazing the stuff that they sell like it's such a testament to the actors because some of the dialogue is so deranged like the girl who plays Mona on the show had a line last night where she's like I was shy like her boyfriend just broke up with her and she's like standing in the middle of the street carrying shopping bags and she's like I thought that I would be able to shop the pain away but I couldn't I bought five cashmere blend sweater sets what have you ever seen me in a cashmere blend sweater set and she's like sobbing but it's like it Wait, and it's not it is not being played for laughs it's not played for laughs and she's completely committed tears in her eyes great like so I was I was truly I was like it's amazing. You're not you're doing this so well. Not a trace of irony because I feel like there are some shows where it's like you can tell that the actor like wants us to know that it, like they think it's stupid yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's sort of like a wink They're and a nod to their delivery yeah. and I'm like enough. Like you're on the show. Like That's be sort there. Of, you know what? Natalie Portman does that a lot. Natalie Portman when she's in it, she's in it and when she's not in it, she wants you to know she's not in it and she's only <laughs> she's like What what do you think she's not I, I haven't seen like a I feel like a ton of Um I think her- the I think the Thor movies, she's very clearly sort of like um look at me cash the check. Like she li- there's literal inserts of her going to Chase and depositing the check. Um and- I f- I find that so off-putting. I feel like it's it's a trait that I more associate with like male actors who want people to know that like they're smart or whatever. But what I love about Pretty Little Liars is you will never see a trace of that. It I feel I haven't seen it yet. That's amazing. That's incredible. And I do you know where any of these actresses are now? Okay, so Ashley Benson, 
um, is like <laughs> busy being Ashley Benson. I don't, know, <laughs> like, who, I don't like, know who that is. Oh, so she dated like Cara Delevingne, and then oh. like um, I don't know. She's she's like she was in um her smell that Elizabeth okay. Ross like band Fa- movie. Yeah. Okay. So she's working. She's working. Lucy Hale was Katie Keene, and okay, now she's yes. a star of another show that I don't know the name of. I'll never know. Appreciate and Lucy Hale. but also she was in um American Juniors, as we all know, yeah. <laughs> which we I went famously went to a live taping of, and I really wanted Chantal to win, but. Uh, Lucy Hale made it to the top five, so she was in the band. <laughs> Tryon Belisario is married to a guy from Suits, um, and she's the son of the, the the daughter of the creator of NCIS, Don Belisario, which is why I recognize okay. that name. And Shay Mitchell was in Dollface and You, so they're all kind of killing it. Okay, yeah, they are kind of killing it. <laughs> For to just rattle that off, <laughs> yeah. You did not, not reader, please know she's not looking at a phone. She's not looking at a screen. There is something missing from Mitra's brain that that is replacing. Okay. I mean, language. Like, I, I will, I will, like, I'm sure that there will be a day, like, next week where, like, I'm like, I want to order a, um, uh, and, like, the word coffee is just not there anymore. <laughs> I want to order I'm like, a Shay Mitchell. I want to order um, a Tryon Belisario. Uh, you know, actually, that would be a dream. Keen. A pop-up <laughs> Pretty Little Liars cafe where, like, a Shane Mitchell, like, a try a Tryon Belisario has, like, a bunch of different things added to it. <laughs> okay, we have to get out of get, get really me out is. of here. I mean, that was, so this is, this is the age gap, I think, because that was, like, that was, was that ABC Family still or was that Freeform? I believe I it was still ABC Family, ABC but family. everything, when people write about it, they're like, it's freeform. freeform. But I don't think but it's freeform. Pri- like, um, what is it? Famous in Love was Famous freeform. Famous in Love. Okay. And, but this was also around the time of uh, The Secret Life of my of the American Teenager, right? Right. Was this like right after that? Or, because I, f- I feel like this was like, this was like 2011 or 10 okay. is when See, Pretty Little Liars started. I was fully graduated from college at this point. So I was not catching up with Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> I understand. Uh, this was this was like the year I graduated high school, I believe. Oh yeah, so Secret Life of the American Teenager was two thousand eight to two thousand thirteen. So that was like right, yeah, right before. Queen Jaylene, Queen Jaylene, slaying the game. Queen Jaylene slaying Aaron the game. Rogers. Aaron, Aaron, and are they Aaron, now married? Um, engaged, but Aaron Rodgers, who is famously like rumored to be gay. And, and here's with Olivia Munn. With Olivia Munn. And here's what I'll say about Aaron Rodgers possibly being gay is if he is gay and closeted, he is an expert at picking out beards because he is picking women who are invisible to the gay community. <laughs> <laughs> Invisibility cloaks. Olivia Munn, we couldn't care less. Shailene? Ah. Nope. You know, like he's like, it's like these guys who married Liza Minnelli. It's like, what were you thinking? Shailene Woodley, really? I would think like with um, like big little whatever the fuck. I literally, she is the last person you will bring up when you're in a conversation about big little eyes. I forget actively that she's in the show. I, I, okay. I'm, yeah, I don't need any convincing. (laughs) Um, I like her. I, you know, she, she always has a fun story about how a taxi driver convinced her to eat clay, you know? Oh, right. She's one of those. Um, That's like that to me. I'm like, that's, that's what I feel could happen to me. Like there are not a lot of things in Hollywood where I'm like, I think I'm susceptible to this, but if anything, I'll be eating clay. (laughs) (laughs) I can see that. I see that for you in your future. Yeah. Like, Calm, whatever. I don't even want to go down that. But <laughs> um, okay. so let's get started here. First off, there's sort of ha- a dark cloud. Dark cloud. No cup. No cup dates. I will say there, there were some cup dates, but they were all still for Bloody Donut. People are obsessed with Bloody Donut, and you right. know what? We we're pushed back a week because we ran the rerun, and mm-hmm. so people don't. You know, I think that we're gonna this. This is because of that. We don't have right. Um, updates from the week that we were off um so we can only blame ourselves we can only blame ourselves and we're sorry we're sorry that we had to take that week off but we just needed a week off and there might be more guest hosts there might be more weeks off we don't know what the future holds for us it's going to be a busy summer for both of us and i think people need to buckle up for what's ahead okay mommy and daddy having problems having (laughs) separated oh my god makes me sick Uh, makes me sad um, makes it me does really kill sad. Me. It does make it me does really sad me. because you will get back and then I will leave. Do you know when you're leaving? July. 
Okay, we'll have like one, I think, like a couple beautiful weeks of overlap. Okay, a couple beautiful weeks of overlap. And what if we go back to the studio? What if it's in that place? That's that's what I hope is that the like the two weeks that we go back, we should just we should like do like a marathon (laughs) because I do like it's really hard to record multiple episodes in a day over Zoom because Zoom is such a nightmare. So crushing, but. I believe that the energy of being together in person, we will be able to go for eight hours straight. Absolutely. (laughs) We'll have the best sex of our lives. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll do like a live call-in show that day. That'll be... That will be actually our last episode. We'll just be us <laughs> fucking live on the pod. <laughs> and I will get pregnant. <laughs> we share the mic and she gets pregnant. That's how it happens. <laughs> it, I, I don't want to like... <laughs> just ironic. Like being like, all right, yeah, now we're having sex. Like all being so like, ironic about it. <laughs> Oh, Joel. <laughs> oh, it feels so good. Oh, awesome. Thank you, Joel. <laughs> Just fuck is a joke. <laughs> okay. Okay. We need to take a break. It's we need to break go. a break. Um, we'll come back and we'll start with your calls and emails. And hopefully next week there will be updates to sort of buffer the nonsense up top. But. <laughs> Not this week. (laughs) Not this week. See you in a second. Okay, and we're back. And we. The kitchen is open. The kitchen is open. Ding, ding, ding. Ready for service. Let's go, chefs. Chefs assemble. (laughs) (laughs) Chefs, I got an email. I got an email at table five. Would you please somebody take, take care of it? I'd love to read this. Thank you. Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel. I've been with a cis hetero man for about a year and a half who I love deeply. By the way, I'm a cis hetero woman, sigh. It's been a great relationship filled with kindness, respect, attraction, etc. Made even more special by the shared happiness in spite of most of the relationship taking place during COVID. He has recently been struggling with depression stemming from major life changes, including moving, health problems, and a career reckoning. He asked for a break to focus on himself, and despite believing we could work through it together have complied he doesn't believe he can be in a relationship while not being able to put others first he is reluctant to try therapy believes it didn't work for him in the past and is withdrawing from his friends and family as well i've tried to support him up to the break but he seems to struggle with the shame he feels and not being able to go along as normal i feel so confident in this person being my future he similarly feels confident about our relationship but believes he needs to work through this alone I feel confident in myself and my ability to support and accept him and work through this dark period together, but I feel helpless in him not hearing me. I want to fight for this, but I'm up against a wall. What would you do here? Thank you. Love you. Sit on my face. Wow. I really, so peek behind the curtain. I put this together today and boy, did I start us off with a dark, (laughs) really (laughs) threw us into the deep end at this pool party. Okay. Oh, Um, so the kitchen's in the pool today. The kitchen's, yeah. (laughs) We are, yeah, we are cooking from, it's a little omelet bar in the pool. And <laughs> just what everybody wants. Just <laughs> eggs in the pool. Eggs in the pool, everybody. Get your eggs. They're in the pool. Um, what are we going to name this person? She's sort of um, a Florence Nightingale, a Lucy mm. Nightingale. Oh, <laughs> Pretty Little Liars theme. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Lucy Nightingale. <laughs> Disrespect. We're so sorry to disrespect you like this. <laughs> Do you think Lucy Hill would like us? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, just checking. <laughs> I think it's best for us to stay away from Lucy Hale. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, congrats on Katie Keene, though. Um, what well, Katie Keene's think- over. Oh. Now there's a new show that she's a star of. Oh, But wow. I don't remember the name of it. But... Turning them out, Lucy yeah, Hale. Good for her. Um, <laughs> anyways, back to so this really advice. serious problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stop laughing. We, are we have being to bad. take this serious. Okay. Um, okay, go. Oh, you're the one who said we had to be serious. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So. I think the advice that my like my friend gave me like what felt like such a basic piece of advice several years ago 
But I think about it so much because I think like so much of my life has been spent trying to will people into doing things that I want them to do by being great or like doing what I like the quote the right thing or whatever. But my my friend just always says, you know, people do what they want to do and you can't force this person to do anything that they're not ready to do. They're giving you they're they're sharing their boundaries with you and they don't want to like you can't make them go to therapy. You can't make them navigate this with you. All you can do is react. You can communicate the way that it makes you feel. You can communicate what you want from your partner, whether it's encouraging them to go to therapy or letting them know that you're there, but they want to be alone. Like You can't make them come to you until they're ready. Yeah. I was going to say too, there's your, she's going off of the assumption that he's being completely honest with her about this as well. And I think that like the relationship might be a part of the stressor for him right now. And so like he's saying he needs to go through this alone. It has nothing to do with you. It might have something to do with you, you know? And I think well, like- a re- Even a good relationship is work. Is work and stress. Um, so I think like definitely there is like pressuring him to let you in is not going to be the play here. If you want to have this relationship at the end, when he gets to the end of whatever journey he's on right now with his own mental health. Um, And like also not to say like sit and wait, like it, that suck, like that, of course you can like, I mean, but you Saying, like, you can't make him come to you doesn't mean just sit around and, like, wait wait for him to do that. Um, like, he's not going to be able to give you, like, a, a starting date of, like, when he's going to come come back and, like, quote, be normal again. He might not ever be, like, the same guy that – or, you know what I mean? Like, after all these big things happen – health problems moving career reckoning like those are huge things and for them to all happen at the same time is a big deal so i think it it is i think to me the thing that i would want is just like is this a break or would you rather just break up for me my personal philosophy in relationships is like i really like breaks freak me out i think that they usually end in a breakup at some point or another it's limbo, especially for someone who like, it's not like, oh, let's take a two week break or something like that. It's like, let's take a break until I like fix everything. And that's, that's not really fair yeah. to you. So, and especially if he, it doesn't sound like he's doing, he's taking care of himself in this situation. And, and I know that your instinct is to like swoop in and take care of him for him, but you can't do that. He needs to make his own mistakes. He needs to figure out, he needs to get to a place where he can work on himself. And like, if he's not going to therapy and if he's withdrawing from his family and friends as well, like there's not a whole lot you can do. There's not, a, if he's, if the, he, if he's not letting you in, then you can't help him from the outside. You just can't. Yeah. Which is really hard, but I think like, this the the sooner you can have like I, I don't know i whenever whenever things are like looming and lingering in limbo like this it it feels more clear to me to like break up with people i don't know i i'm not telling you what to do or anything it's just like really think about how long you're willing to be like hanging in the balance while this person navigates one of the biggest periods of his life alone by choice. Right. It would be one thing. It would be one thing if he wanted you on this journey with him and he was leaning on you for support. But the fact that he, he, he actively wants to do this alone um, says to me that he might be ready to, I don't know, be apart from this relationship. And he's soft breaking up with you. Yeah. That's what it sounds like, but that sucks. Sorry. Yeah, I'm um, sorry we gave you such a disrespectful name, but I'm sorry, what, Lucy Nightingale. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> well, time to move on. <laughs> time to move on. Good luck to you, and we hope that I don't know. You sound great. You sound great, and you sound better than than this situation. So I mm-hmm. hope that you find something better. Yeah, hey, you de- you deserve a partner that gives you access. Yeah. Like boundaries are good, but like if if this person wants to bring you into the fold after they navigate something, like, like why? Like that's kind of the point of 
being in a relationship is like being there for each other, whether it's like romantic or friendship wise, like part of being in a relationship is giving your partner or your friend the opportunity to be there for you. And if you don't trust them to do that, maybe you shouldn't be in a relationship with that person. Amen. Anyway. (laughs) Amen. But let's listen to a voicemail. Let's listen to a voicemail. Hi, Joel and Misha. Misha and Joel. Um, I'm so excited because I finally have the pettiest complaint and I need your help (laughs) because my boyfriend texted me this morning and he asked me, uh, the next time I go to Costco, could he please, could I please get him, um, a specific brand of jeans? Um, and I almost fell off my chair because those are the same jeans my dad has worn for the last, I don't know, 20 15 years um and I tried to let him know that I didn't want him to get these jeans by texting him back and saying I'm totally familiar with these products these are my dad's favorite um but he didn't get the hint and I just need to know um what I can do to dissuade him from getting these jeans okay love you guys um I'm not much of uh Someone who has people sit on my face, but um, maybe I can sit on yours. No, Bye. no, 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 absolutely <laughs> no. not. No. no, that's not how this works. No, that's not how this works at all. We don't have to sit on your face, but you will not, not. sit on ours. <laughs> absolutely not. How don't dare go, you? God, how don't go dare you? My house and sit on my, my face. <laughs> The disrespect. Oh. The disrespect. Okay, right out the gate, Meacher, I think I have it. Okay, I would love to hear. Pretty little buyer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a theme. <laughs> We're going to, yes. I'm going to, I don't know how much I'll be able to help after this because the, okay. two, the two main things I, I know are now in you, in play, but no, no, little, you, it was you right have there. Like, you've pushed us up the hill and now we're just, fall, we're just falling down yeah, the hill falling. the rest of the episode. Falling. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. <laughs> um, um, oh yeah. Also in the first season of Pretty Little Liars, there's an, there's a moment in a, like, there's a tornado or a bad storm. Anyway. Lucy Hale sings like full belt looking, making eye contact with a boy. And it's like supposed to be this like really romantic moment. (laughs) (laughs) But like fully like (laughs) Like, looking at this so (laughs) bizarre. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I I love it. it. I love it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Um, this is, I mean, I think this is a fairly simple solution to this problem, this fairly simple problem, which I love, by the way. Um, Love, love. And I love the sort of, this is so like the side, like, I feel like like they are, they already did the thing that we would have already suggested, which is the like, oh yeah, of course I know them. My dad wears them. (laughs) It's my dad's favorite. Yeah, of course I remember. (laughs) Unfortunately, I think she tipped her hand a little too soon because here's what I would do. My first step here is. You buy him different jeans. He's giving you the power to buy him the jeans, which is already weird to me. I, I, I like, why doesn't he buy his own goddamn jeans? Like, that seems so personal to me. The fit of a jean, so personal. But, but like, but I if you, like- if you're, if he's giving you the power to buy him jeans, then just buy him whatever brand of jeans you want. And yeah. chances are he might not even notice. For sure. If he's going Unless- to Costco for jeans, how discerning could his taste be? But here's what I'll say. What if he saw the dad's jeans and he was like, those are the jeans I want? Oh, yeah. Who oh, could yeah. say? But but to have such a specific, like, get it at Costco, here's the brand. I'm like, it has to be based on something. Like, I feel like personally, it's like I never am like, I want this thing from this brand unless I, like, see someone in it and, like, take a picture of it or something like that. Or I don't, I don't know. Like, you I I feel like maybe he likes the dad's jeans. <laughs> that's what he wants. That's kinky. That's I know. Kinky. That's kind. It's kind of hot. That's but... <laughs> role play. That's role play. Unless he wants to fuck your dad, and this is as close as he's going to get. Maybe that's what's going on here. Pretty little buyer is he, he wants, wants to fuck, to fuck your, dad. your dad. And 
He wants to be inside your dad. So he's getting inside your dad's genes. Wow. And you support that pretty little buyer? (laughs) You love that? You sick freak. Um, I think you can also, I mean, we hate this route. We hate being honest on this podcast. But you could just be honest. You could be even more honest with him and just say, hey, it makes me really uncomfortable to see you in my dad's jeans because I don't, even though you want to fuck my dad, I don't want to fuck my dad. Yeah. Plan to fuck my dad on your own time. Yeah. Don't put it in my eyeline. Not mine. Um, yeah, but- you could just be honest. Because I, I will say, I think that would be a very short conversation. I don't think you're going to have like a lot of pushback once you say, it creeps me out. <laughs> I don't want it. You can but find do- other genes. I guess like, does it, why, would it creep you out if Wit started buying your dad's same brand of clothing? No, it would, it would be really funny. <laughs> <laughs> my dad is in like exclusively like khaki cargo shorts and like a black like under armor top (laughs) (laughs) so it would would be like amazing it's it's only a couple steps away from what wit already wears i feel well that would be true like you want to fuck my dad vibes (laughs) (laughs) if if you started if he pivoted hard to that i'd be like whoa (laughs) something is a mess and on sort of the vibe of jeans are hard jeans are hard jeans are are some of the hardest things in the world you know, to deal with and to buy and to find that fits you well. And if he's found this brand and he really thinks that it is the brand for him, then maybe you let him have it. Maybe you let him have it. I will say on my end, I agree. Like, I really, I I don't find this creepy. I think it's okay that this person doesn't love it. Like, if it is, if your dad really, like, has a uniform and you so, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I can understand why this... I can like wrap my head around this. It's not my purse. Like if 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 Wit did just like love the cargo shorts that my dad wears, I'd, I would be like, okay, King, like <laughs> I enjoy. <laughs> but but it, I understand. Like there there are certain things that like I do really. If if Wit got like there, I don't know. Like the, something that is so synonymous with a parent now being. Now, yeah, maybe on- they're really iconic jeans. Maybe they're really iconic Costco jeans, and we're just Look, not seeing that. I do have an emotional response to like certain Kirkland signature products, like yeah. my the socks that I always steal from my dad when I'm at home. I saw someone wearing them the other day, and I did kind of feel some like I was like, "Oh, my dad!" Like, yeah. <laughs> so I do get it. Like, there is something to a person's uniform and a very specific relationship with that and seeing it on the person that you're having sex with. (laughs) I think I can get, I can get with that, but I guess it's your mission now to find the different gene then to find the gene that is similar, but different enough for you and your taste and your comfort level. Yeah. Find some comps, babe. Yeah. And that is the labor (laughs) that you need to do. Um, You, yeah, you must, if you're going to steal the dream, you must help him find a new one. one. (laughs) Build him up, baby. Okay. Wow, Good. Kirkland, Kirkland signature. Is that really the gene? Um, there it's like a brand of products at Costco. So oh, I don't know okay. if like the socks are Kirkland signature, but I I I just associate like everything at Costco is Kirkland signature to me. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I but I don't know if that's true. But I do have a lot of Kirkland signature that I love. Love. Okay, great. Stolen from my dad. So brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Phone call? Phone call. Hi, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra. Um, I'm sort of um, bravely a, a straight male in his early 20s. Um, <laughs> I'm, I basically, here's the situation. I met a, I, I have a long distance girlfriend. We met on Instagram at the very beginning of quarantine, and I've uh, flown out to see her two times now. Um, and we're totally like in, in love and all that. Um, <laughs> the long distance though is really, really challenging. Um, and I've sort of come to a point recently where I'm feeling like I can't really do that for very much longer. So there's sort of some routes we can take at this point, which is to break up. Um, but also something we've been talking about is her coming out to where I live for like a good chunk of time, like three months. Um, and in a way that it's pretty low stakes where she, she wouldn't have to give up her job necessarily. Um, and we'd essentially just spend three months together. Um, but each, each also be doing our respective things. She would, she would try to find work. Um, I'm wondering, like, is this, 
crazy uh, to do this uh, for a relationship that is kind of inevitably going to end at some point? Um, Or is this a good way to sort of figure out if we are meant to be together and or sort of get some closure? Um, I really, I really love you guys' feedback. I'm a huge fan and anybody involved in this podcast is welcome to sit on my face, of course. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Um. Okay. Long distance. Okay. Um, um so we've got, I'm, I'm going to just rattle. Although we've got Shay Mitchell. We've got, um, <laughs> um, we've got. Ashley Benson. We've got Laura um, Layton. Laura Layton. That's what I'm seeing and starring. Oh, Troy okay. and Belsario. Um, <laughs> we really painted ourselves into um, a corner here. Fly. Uh, <laughs> this one, you're gonna be really mad. <laughs> 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 my, 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 I'm like tearing up. I'll prep. Okay. I'm closing my eyes. Flying girl <laughs> Flying girl Oh, my blood is boiling. I know it's bad when like, I start to boiling. tear up before I even say it to you. <laughs> because I know Flying girl Osario. Flying girl That's great. I love it. I love it. Okay. Sorry, yeah. <sighs> um, so I I definitely don't think this is a bad idea on its face. I think it's mm-hmm. actually ca- kind of a good idea for her to come out there. There's a couple things that I will say, though. Um, one is until she's out there, until she has an established life wherever you live in the same city, it will not be – you will not be simulating what it will be like to live in the same city and be in a relationship with this girl because she will still be in vacation brain mode, I think, for a a good portion of the time that she's visiting you for a couple of months. And she will not have the same support system. I'm assuming she will not have the same support system that she would have in her own city. She will be relying on you in a way that is unusual to a lot of relationships that where you live in the same city. So that's something to consider and something to really Mark, like the three months will give you, I think, a sort of an idea of how this relationship would function if it were a real, like, in the same city relationship. But I don't think it's going to give you the exact sensation of what that relationship would be like because of the. I agree. Of that. Three months also is a long time. While also, like, it's it it it's a long time for her to be in a place where she doesn't have. A group of friends and but it's also not enough time to really create create that relationships um i would i would say maybe considering a shorter chunk of time like if if it were me i would not i wouldn't be psyched to go some unless it was like a cool place that i'd always wanted to go to i don't know it feels like it feels like a lot of pressure but also not really mimicking anything that's that exists that's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah um like i think i think for me the time would be better spent like spending like a, a couple weeks in each other's cities or whatever together like alternating that like i i feel like i, I don't know I, this is not a move that i would personally make um well can i just say too i i question his commitment I question fly girly, sorry. <laughs> fly what in is, girl Osario. Fly in girl Grow Osario. Grow up, Joel. It's fly in girl Osario. <laughs> I I'm question fly in's commitment to this relationship because almost three times, I think, in this voicemail, he says, I mean, we could just break up. Right. I mean, like, as someone, I, I did long distance with Wit for the first almost year of our relationship and I would be really sad if he w- if I found out he was talking about me like that like it would be a bummer like three times in one in one voicemail to be like you, you know like and, and of course like that is part of it like long distance is not easy and there are days where you're just like it would just it would definitely be easier to just not do this anymore I'm not saying it has to feel like amazing every day yeah but the prospect of continuing should still feel 
exciting. Um, and, and better than the alternative. Yeah, and getting to spend a significant chunk of time with each other should feel exciting. And it... I would I'm really... sensing reticence. I'm sensing reticence in this voicemail. And I could and, be projecting, but... And I, but but I think... You, no, it's true. I mean, I think this thing of, like, you know, our relationship is inevitably going to end. Like, why? Like, I mean, I think, of course, like, you're smart. You're in your early 20s. Like, you know that, like, there there is a chance that it will not... This you haven't you might not have found like your forever partner, but it's like going into something that is as that takes as much work as a a relationship in general or b a long distance relationship, especially with such negativity, is like you're gonna doom it to fail before it even has a chance right. to survive. And it sounds like you like this person. You went to see this person twice. You're thinking about living together for three months. Like that's a lot. I would tell um, her I well I would say not to live together for the three months. If she does come out for the three months, I would suggest she gets her own place. Um, I think that's I, a great I'm sensing pitch. I'm sensing a sort of like country mouse city mouse vibe with their living situation. Like the like the prospect. It doesn't sound like him moving to her city is viable. So I'm assuming it's probably like she lives in a smaller city, he lives in a major city, mm-hmm. and that is why they're considering this this direction of the move. Um, and right. I think that that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself too. When you're asking someone to move to your city yes. to uproot their life and do that. So like you really like I, I that might be where some of the reticence is coming in, honestly, is is that like he's just nervous that he's asking this woman to make this huge sacrifice for him, basically, for the relationship. Yeah. And he's and if you're not 100 percent in, then that can be a little tough. I mean, three months is not permanent. I would maybe do a month to month. And and. consider it that way and so that there's not as much like pressure on the situation but i definitely think you need you do need to 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 think about this a little bit more i do and i think like yeah if it's financially feasible not staying together and you it is on you as the person who's not traveling to really make an effort to make that transition easy for her whether it's helping Mm -hmm. her find work or helping her find a place to stay or introducing her to your friends or whatever but if you're gonna do this like you gotta try and like it it is scary and it is a big deal but it's also like really nice it's really sweet that like you guys want to do this like I do think it's like very romantic and very cute so I but I do think you have if you're going to like really go for it in this way like you have to really like suck it up and be brave <laughs> like yeah. but but really real like if you really feel truly as you suggest and it might just be like the fear talking but if you really feel like it's doomed don't waste her fucking time yeah although i will say if you're in your early 20s that's the time to waste it babe that's the time to waste time that's have fun your life like, have but, but- fun I more just mean like, yeah, if this if he's like saying like it's inevitably gonna end and like in the back of his mind is like because I don't like her that much and I wanna break up with her, like then like do that. Like you don't need to have like a three month right. nightmare. But if it feels like it's gonna be fun, you should do it. But just like you have to really try and like let yourself put yourself out there. Great. Great. Enjoy flying girl Osario. Enjoy. <laughs> Bye. <All right. laughs> We truly need uh, a recovery moment after that name. Mm-hmm. Um, and I need to look up some more facts about Pretty Little Liars. So <laughs> we're going to take a, a quick break. And when we come back, we'll finish out with the rest of your calls and emails. Woohoo! And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> It's always a battle with you. It's always a battle with you to get you to do the work of this podcast of bringing us back in from the break. Wow, you're always fucking rude. We need to get you to the party. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's get that next voicemail. Voicemail. Chelsea, hurry. I have water to be in. Hi, she tried you, her, she, and Joel, him, boobs, her. Okay. <laughs> I am 25. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I've been dating my boyfriend for a little less than a year. Um, things are going well. The one thing is he's really weird about period sex. Like, he absolutely won't do it. He asks me constantly if I'm on my period before we have sex because he really doesn't want to do it. It's not about the mess. He just doesn't want the blood on him. 
And when I told him, you know, that makes me feel a little weird, like it's, you know, it's natural. I am on IUD. I don't get a heavy period. It's very light. And he said, well, it's the way that you don't want to have anal or 69 and likened it to a preference, which I'm just, I was unclear about. Um, I guess a side factor in this is that the reason I won't do anal or 69 is because I have hemorrhoids. And I don't really want him to see that or deal with that. So I guess that's a secret I'm hiding from him. But yeah, just looking for advice. It's just something that's like reasonable to be upset about, I guess. And any tricks to getting around it that you have. All right. Love you both. Thank you so much. Bye. Okay. Okay. I have, um, an, I have an idea. Okay. So uh, also starring Chad Lowe, Chad Flo. Gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> is Chad Lowe, is he one of the boyfriends? Who is he? I have to look up Chad Lowe. Oh, he's one of Chad Rob Lowe's is Brother oh, related- of Rob Lowe. Oh my God. Wow. Okay, that makes sense. Um, he is... Um, Married to, to Hillary Swank. What? Or oh was. my God. They got divorced. Oh, wow. Um, oh, and he's from Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> 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 um he is uh Lucy Hale's dad in the show. Okay. Great. Um okay. Excellent. Um, um I'll let you take the lead on this. I have some thoughts, but I, you know, obviously I think um I'm very there's a, some distance for me personally between this problem and my own life. Um okay. Well, um I personally um don't fuck with guys who don't have periods. <laughs> like, I, I really like, I, you know, I, there are certainly days of my period where I'm like, get off me <laughs> for sure. But I, but I think likening it to uh, anal or sick, it's, just, it's different. What he's comparing it to, those are different. It's different. Um, the, also like you don't have to give a reason why you don't want to have anal sex with your partner you can just say that you don't want to like i I think it's like you know um i we we wish you the best with your hemorrhoids but (laughs) you do not have to (laughs) like you can just say i don't want to do that and that's yeah okay this is this is my big problem is that like the the like likening it to not wanting to do anal or have 69 is so bizarre and so icky to me that mm-hmm. i i say flee i, say, I find flee it, this man i find it creepy like i i personally do not enj- i don't want my like on the heaviest days of my period i'm not psyched about uh like my partner having interaction with my blood clots or whatever <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah it's it's natural i like it and it it's, and it's really like are you not like like showering after are you not like like you don't have to like it's not like you're asking I don't, it's not like the, the, my problem is not that he doesn't want to have period sex. It's the problem is is the way that she's framing the way he is framing not wanting to have period sex is so gross to me that yes. like I that's what I don't mind. Like I there is a world where I can see someone being like, "Hey, I don't want to have period sex with you," and like being more respectful about it, and then this guy likening it to anal or sixty nine. Which side note, I do have a question. Girl, why don't you want to do sixty nine? Hey, it's, it's, it's thirty four, thirty five. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I just find his reaction really creepy and off putting. And you know, there are there are plenty of women who don't want to have sex on their period. There are plenty of women who do. But if it's it's natural, get over it. Like if you're if if if. If the person who's having the period is fine with getting fucked on the period, you you yeah. fuck her on the, and you fuck also, on the period. Dude, if you want to have anal all the time and you're worried about fucking mess, get the fuck out of here. Get the <laughs> yes. fuck out of here with that with that idea. 
please. Okay. <laughs> Even the most prepared person, like it's just your body, man. Like right. you gotta, you really, I, it's astonishing to me that this man is gung ho about anal, but doesn't want to have period sex. Like <laughs> get the fuck out of here. That's an excellent, excellent point. <laughs> what an yeah. idiot. Um, yeah, we don't yeah, love you- this guy for you. Um, if you, if there might be a lot of great things about him that we just don't know contextually from this, but the the picture you have painted in this voicemail to me says, "Get out." Yeah, if I'm like drinking your cum, you're fucking my blood. <laughs> and get let's get that on the t shirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> merch, merch. Hello, merch. They're begging us for merch, and that is the what? What if that's the one thing of merch that we release? Is just earmuffs, earmuffs where one side it says, if I'm drinking your blood, the other side says, you're fucking my blood. (laughs) I'm drinking your cum, you're fucking my blood. (laughs) Well, but it's I find periods to be amazing and beautiful. (laughs) I just want to get that out there. I just want to get that out there before. I want to get ahead of it and say, I find periods beautiful and amazing. Aw. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So sweet. <laughs> okay, we got another email here. I will read it. <clears throat> Mitra and Joel, Joel and Mitra, possibly Greta, other menagerie of urgent care pod team. <laughs> I'm a Jewish woman, she, her, who lives in the South. I have a set of friends. I see them only a few times a year as they live in a different city who have held their own annual Passover Cedar for the last few years. But they are not Jewish and do not have any family or friends other than me that are Jewish. Additionally, the couple that holds the Cedar were both raised in very Christian households. This makes me so uncomfortable, and every year that they have held one, I have wanted to say something, but I get scared that I'm being overly sensitive about it. I am torn between sitting in my own discomfort to allow others to learn about this holiday in their own way or express to my friends that their co-opting of our one of our most important holidays makes me very uncomfortable. Am I being too protective or exclusionary of my Jewish heritage? Should I let these people eat the matzah and call it a day? Let me know what you think. Thanks. Okay. Um, Shader Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> We did it. This is so fucked up. <laughs> we did it. Seder Mitchell. Okay, so, I mean, it should be said that neither Mitra nor I are Jewish. Mm-hmm. Um, in, uh, shocking revelation. I'm Jewish. For the Chelsea, rest. you're Jewish. Oh, Chelsea. Yes. Okay. And don't want to put you on the spot. Guessed. And you feel free to say no and we can cut it out. No, I'm happy. Um, do you want to weigh in? <laughs> insane, personally. I think it's insane. I think it's... <laughs> Let people enjoy Passover. It's not like... Um, super like holiness. It's literally a story. It's a story of Exodus and it's super fun. And it's not like a holy, holy, holy day. It's not like, I just, I really don't understand this sentiment at all. So you yeah. think they should do the Seder? Yeah. Great. Well, and here's, uh, I, I don't know enough about any of this to really speak intelligently about it, but then when has that stopped me before? <laughs> but like, you know, Cedar Passover is like not not a part of the Christian tradition either. Like we like I grew up in a very Christian household and we celebrated Passover as like a you know, like honoring the the Old Testament and like the the stories of the Old Testament. Like it's not not a part of our tradition either. I mean, I know that it's specifically Jewish, but like we do like learn about it in Christian like school and like we learn and celebrate it about it in Christian school. I remember. So I don't know that like, I, I get that like there is like, there is an element of like cultural appropriation that could, I could see where she's getting that from, but there's also like, it is a religion too. So it is sort of open to the masses in a way that I think like, it's not like they're, they're doing it sort of just, um, uh, aesthetically, like they're not like wearing, you know, like I, I, I get where people get sensitive about like religious imagery or like um, in fashion or something like that. But like this feels like if they're just doing the actual thing that you're supposed to be doing on Cedar, which is have uh, like or Passover, which is having a Cedar, like it doesn't seem like that offensive to me. But again, um, Chelsea speaking for all Jewish people here. And <laughs> so I, I will say though. Um, in in defense of our emailer, I do think they can they should talk to their friends about it if it's like something they've been feeling weird about for years and they think it's a really bizarre choice. 
it's it's certainly I think not the norm. I think it's fine to talk to your friends if you're having these feelings and they're continuing over the course of years. You can say like, "Why do you do this?" <laughs> like, or like, really? I mean, and and I think you might. I I I don't I don't know any non practice like non-Jewish people who do this so I was like when I read the email I did sort of like raise eyebrows a little bit so I do think it's worth like just being having a conversation with them and you might actually like have a lovely chat and like learn about where your friends are coming from yeah or you I mean might I definitely like, do is- know non-Jews who, who do celebrate Passover in this way just because they're super Christian um, cool so, I mean, yeah, I'm not I'm not a religious person, so I can't really speak to it. But I do think like it, if if it more that what I was responding to was just having like a if you want to save the relationship, negative yeah. feeling towards your friends like that is that is like a universal thing where I'm like, talk to your friends. If you feel like icky about something that they're doing, talk to them and you might actually like hear something you really like yeah i wonder too is she gone is she invited to these has she gone to them like it would be one thing too if like she went and they were like super disrespectful (laughs) like (laughs) of the tradition in some way yeah Um, all day they're going fuck this (laughs) (laughs) that's what i was kind of gonna say is like if if if, i just feel like it's kind of controlling i guess or if she's worried that they're not doing it correctly and i can only assume that she doesn't know then you can like invite them to your seder or like talk to them about it uh so that's actually chelsea that is a that is a perfect urgent care response which is um don't talk to them have your own competing seder (laughs) (laughs) at the same time at the same time make your friends um, choose (laughs) exactly and and then really really question the friends that choose the non-Jewish seder to go to. Yes, that's actually perfect. It sort of creates more waves in the community mm-hmm. than than anything else that has been discussed. Um, so I think do that if you can find like a really harmful way to respond to the situation. Um, do that. <laughs> I, I also think contextually too, like she's in the south. Um, she's probably not surrounded by a ton of Jewish people. I'm sure that is isolating and and it can be. It, it's probably extremely jarring and she says it's jarring when um to have friends do this specifically but if they're not being overtly disrespectful about it i think it's okay yeah i think um locusts i think she should put locusts in there (laughs) (laughs) smear lamb's blood on their door jam okay Um, chelsea we're seeing a new side of chelsea we're seeing revenge chelsea and i I just want to invite revenge chelsea to pipe up any point of the podcast (laughs) (laughs) okay good um luck to you what was the name again cedar Shader, shader mitchell shader mitchell yes shader mitchell Wow. <laughs> Let's keep going, Joel. Let's, keep going. <laughs> Let's get you to your fucking party. We have one last email. Very excited about this one. Let's go, Mitra, read it. Hi, Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel. Love you both so very much and so very equally. I'm a teenager, pronouns she, her, who is on spring break, staying with family, and have come to the conclusion that I can't stand my mom's brother and father. It's not that they're bad people. It's just little things. For example, sometimes when we're talking, my uncle will shush me. Like, excuse me, he's not my dad. Even my dad shouldn't do that. And while my 10-year-old brother was eating chocolate, he was like, I hope you like getting your teeth drilled at the dentist. I don't know if it reads how I mean... But it was super condescending. My grandfather, on the other hand, is extremely frustrating because he never talks. Like, he just doesn't like having conversations. The only time he said anything to me was to tell me not to break his chair, which, by the way, I wasn't going to break. So basically, I'm wondering how to manage being around them. What do you guys think would make the situation more pleasant for me other than hiding in my room the whole time? Also, do you have any petty ideas for how to get back at my condescending uncle? XOXOXO. Wow. Okay. Um... Okay. Um so we've got a niece. Um Nisa Peoples. Cuz Nia Peoples. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's Nia Peoples on the show? Um she uh Oh, I see. Okay. She's um Shay Mitchell's mom on the show. Shay Mitchell's mom. Perfect. Um sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you've got a better idea than Nisa Peoples. I really don't. I was just trying to think of a way to work in Ashley Benson because we've done all the other core cast during oh, this wow. episode. Um, um, knee sleep. 
think we're just going to have to go with Neasley Peoples. Uh, in parentheses, Neasley. Ashley Benson. <laughs> in parentheses, Ashley Benson. Okay, great. I love Ashley Benson. Okay. Um, um, so first off, I'm going to say, let's let's separate the problems and let's tackle the easiest one first. Your grandfather. Mm-hmm. Let your grandfather live. Don't. Yes. Like, leave the old man alone. Like, he doesn't want to talk a lot. That's fine. The man has seen so many things in his life. I'm probably like, uh, he's probably been talking for 80 years at this point. He doesn't need to be talking anymore. Okay. I, I have an amazing grandpa who doesn't talk very much, who is one of my favorite people in the world. And one thing that um, I found really helpful was an activity that he likes to do. He loves to play backgammon. So I learned how to play backgammon and we always play backgammon together because that's something that we can do and I feel like I'm getting to spend time with him. But yeah, he doesn't really like, my, my grandpa like is not much of a chatterbox either, but that's an opportunity. Like if you really want to be spending time with him, maybe there's something that he really likes to do. What Like, you know, maybe he likes to garden or maybe he likes fucking working with wood or whatever, whatever it is. Does he like cooking? But you could do an activity with him and then still feel like you're connecting, but he doesn't have to talk. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, grandfathers are weird about their chairs. Okay. It's fine. It's really okay. <laughs> he now, loves his chair. let's talk about the uncle here a little bit because I get frustration here. Um, yes. I get the frustration with the uncle. Um, uncles are some of the most problematic people in your life. Um, you'll find. <laughs> Because they 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 have dad energy, but they're not your dad, as you've specifically said. And I find saying sometimes reminding uncles that they're not your dad is perfectly OK. Yeah, perfectly OK. The great thing is, like, you're a teen, so you can really say stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> like like if I'm like I'm 28 now, if I was like, hey, you're not my dad, it would be like, whoa. <laughs> but you're at the perfect age to be saying not my dad. And I mean mm-hmm. that in not a patronizing way. I'm very jealous that you get to say it still. <laughs> yeah, and I can say as someone who sort of hates my own niece um, that like she's very comfortable not wanting to take a picture. She's four. Um, and she's very comfortable not wanting to take a picture with me. <gasps> Um, not wanting to make eye contact with me, not wanting to sit next to me at the dinner table. Um, and Fuck. I will say <laughs> that like, <laughs> we have a very contentious relationship and, and people seem to find that extremely normal because she's my niece, you know? And so like sometimes nieces are fickle like that. And so I think you have a lot of wiggle room here to be really rude. Um, people will accept it. <laughs> Yeah, I think just enough that like you don't get in trouble or like get some like something taken away or whatever. But I really also think you can enlist your brother because 10 is like a very like mm-hmm. that's a ten good is, age. 10 is even closer to four, which is the age and my niece is and I hate her. When you're 10, you can really be a brat and you can really get away with crying about stuff. And that mm-hmm. will really and you can cry, too. And that will really make him look like the villain. If you can get yourself to the point of tears, he will look evil. Um, and he will be nicer to you. That's is, make yourself cry is sort of a good option um, in that sort of uncle niece relationship. And then the other thing is, is um, and this is something my own niece has done to me, um, which again is, you know, be sort of loud <laughs> you about. Are so <laughs> sick. <laughs> <laughs> This is what my own niece has done to me. Four years old, four years old. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, keep going. Is um giving me the worst Christmas gift. Um, <laughs> you need to go. And I think if you sort of knowingly give your uncle the worst gift out of the group, um, that will send a real a real sign to him. That yeah. you don't give a shit about. Or like, you. you're probably not buying the gifts, but if, if you just sign the card, like, if, if everyone else, else is like, happy birthday, like, we love you so much, so proud to call you family, and you just sign best, your mm-hmm. name. Yeah. <laughs> Warm wishes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't know. There's not really a lot you can do other than just, like, be a brat, but just don't get in trouble. Like, I, yeah. I feel like walk that line. But really, like, I really, I really want to put, I want to guide you towards crying or, like, being like really hurt because Mm -hmm. that will like that will cast him in the villain role and Mm -hmm. and get everyone on your side that's absolutely what you have to do is cast him in the villain role so sort of sort of like um joel's niece (laughs) my niece has tried my niece has tried but she's failed she has i don't know you're sounding like a villain to me (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> if you knew her, you'd know she's the villain of the piece. Oh, we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, good luck to you, though. Good luck. I hope this helped. Um, okay. Joel, time for you to go. It's time for me to get in the water, babe. It's time for me to to dive in. Okay. Fuck. I'm so jealous. Um, if you would like to be a part of this amazing adventure we call Urgent Care Podcast, please email urgentcarepod at gmail.com or call 323-334-0371 and rate and review us on iTunes. Five stars. Please, 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 please. Please, we need this. Um, you guys, thank you so much to uh, Chelsea, especially really, really earning her keep this week. Um, <laughs> Expert in Judaism, Chelsea, um, <laughs> our producer, Ryan, July. Thank you, everyone at Earwolf. Especially thank you to my dear friend, Mitra Johari. I was going to say someone else, but <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want to be mean. Shout out to Joel's niece. Um, have, a great, <laughs> have a great week, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye.